Welcome. I'm Richard Prosh, and this is another edition of Six Gun Justice Conversations. These are occasional bonus downloads where my co-host, Paul Bishop, or I get to hang out around the virtual Six Gun Justice podcast campfire and spend some time talking with other friends and writers who also love the Western genre. With me for this edition is a multifaceted writer of Westerns, horror, and fantasy, Charles Gramlich. Charles Gramlich writes Westerns under his own name and the pseudonym Tyler Boone. He has an MA and PhD in experimental psychology and teaches in the greater New Orleans area at Xavier University in Louisiana. Charles grew up in Arkansas and has penned a series of entertaining memoir-style essays about those days. He's married to award-winning artist and photographer Lana Gramlich, and I'm happy our schedules work together today so Charles and I could catch up. Thanks for reining in at the virtual campfire under the stars for some informal conversation, Charles. Thanks very much for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. This is my first podcast, but I'm looking forward to it. I really liked your Swords of Tolera books and have enjoyed your nonfiction memoir-style essays about growing up in Arkansas. You write in a wide variety of genres, including fantasy, horror, and westerns. Do you favor one over the other, one genre over the other, or do you simply write as the opportunity or inspiration hits? I grew up reading everything. Nobody ever really sort of told me what I should read or even suggested books to me. So I picked up everything I could get a hold of at the library and a lot of books from my brother-in-law, who was a big reader. And as soon as I started thinking about telling stories, I wanted to tell all kinds of stories in all different kinds of areas. I've also had kind of a goal to publish in as many genres as possible. It's a fun way to challenge myself. As for favoring any one type, I go through cycles, like I think a lot of readers do, where I really want to read a bunch of Westerns, and then I'll get a little tired of that, and I want to read some science fiction, some fantasy. But typically, whatever I'm writing in, if I'm writing a Western, then I'm mostly reading Westerns and immersing myself in that genre. And so it's the same thing for fantasy and horror. So I don't favor any one particular kind. I favor whatever it is I'm working on at the time or whatever's in my head at that time. I like that. I think there's more of a natural voice then that comes. Yeah, I got better when I was first starting. It was difficult sometimes for me to switch from one genre to another, particularly to go, say, from nonfiction to fiction. But these days, I guess I've got the module set up in my head and it, I can switch back and forth pretty pretty quickly. Under the pen name Tyler Boone, you recently published The Scarred One with Sundown Press. And I believe there might be a sequel coming out. What can you tell us about that? Well, I've had a habit since I was a little kid. When I lay down to go to sleep at night, I tell myself stories and I invent settings for those kind of stories. And most of those never get into published form. But a few years ago, I created this fictional town of Sun Falls, Wyoming, and I set a bunch of just ideas in my head in this environment, and the uh, scarred one, the story of Trenton Banning, was one of those, and eventually developed, developed enough complexity and became compelling enough for me to put it on paper. So I wrote that Western, and that was actually the first full-length Western that I wrote that was published. I do have a sequel that I've been working on, but it's a, it's kind of an odd sequel in a way because it's set in the modern day with a descendant of Trenton Banning. And he's also a police officer, but he's not quite as upstanding as Trenton Banning was in that story. It's called Sin Inside, and it's kind of a thriller. I haven't actually worked on it very much lately because I've got a lot of other contracts to fulfill, but that will be eventually done. And I don't know if it will be published by Sundown or where it might go, but that's what I've been working on. And that's where those ideas, I've got a lot of different settings that I use for, for stories that I've in my head that don't necessarily ever end up on the page. You've also penned an entry in the Western series from Wolfpack under the A.W. Hart house name. 
How did your ideas evolve for The Wine of Violence, which is your entry in the Avenging Angels series? Well, Pete Bramble wrote the first book in that series, and he did a really good job of setting up the characters. I mean, I felt like I really knew the characters pretty well by the time that I finished reading that. And the overall background situation was really good and what the people were going to be doing. Pete's story was kind of a fairly straightforward revenge narrative. So I thought, well, I'll try something a little bit different. I wanted to keep up the action, of course, which these are supposed to be strong action stories. But I decided to bring in some mystery elements. Part of that was because I had really just done something like that with the scarred one. So the scarred one has a mystery that runs through it. I started thinking about it for Revenging Angels. It worked out really well. I really like both of the books. I just got the Avenging Angels here in the last week or two, and you did a great job on both of those books. I think you have a strong future in Westerns. Thank you. Appreciate that. We have an upcoming series from Wolfpack called The Black Rose, and I know that you have written a story in that series. The character in the books, The Black Rose, is a female protagonist who has a whip sword, kind of a unique weapon. When I heard from editor Paul Bishop that you were writing one of these, I thought, well, this is perfect because I know you've written a lot of sword and planet and sword and sorcery style stories. Did that serve you well with that character? Yeah, I think it did. Initially, I had a little bit more trouble getting into the character of Catalina Rivera from The Black Rose than I did Reno from the Avenging Angels series. I mean, Reno was a white young male, kind of like Trenton Banning, and I've been one of those, so I kind of understood that better. I've written female protagonists before. So I kind of felt comfortable with that, but Catalina was very different from my background, a very different ancestry and background. So it took me a little while to get into her. One thing that actually helped me, though, was to to think of her as how she would fit into one of the women warrior characters in the Talera books, cause of the Yurumi. So it did help me channel some of that pretty well. And then once I got to know her and really began to like her, You had done the first book in that series, so I read your book, which helped me construct the character in my head. And it became pretty smooth after that. It started to roll. I don't know if we call those Western adventures. I guess, you know, they take place in the early 20th century. So I always think if I'm writing a Black Rose story that I'm writing a Western, but uh, it kind of transcends that genre a little bit into just straight adventure and almost fantasy adventure in some cases. I had that kind of feeling about it. And at first I thought, oh... 1914, 1915. I don't know a lot about that time frame. I know more about the 1860s and 70s and 80s and that little frame. It was fun learning about that era, though, and there's quite a bit of information about it. It did seem like it had a little bit of what you're saying, almost a little bit of a fantasy edge to it. And so I tried to bring in the Aztecs, some of that kind of stuff. In the end, I had a lot of fun with it. Like I say, it took me a little bit longer to get started on that than it did the Vending Angels piece. But once I got into it, once I'd read through your piece, then it became a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. So when it comes to Westerns that you read, who are some of your favorite Western writers? Well, you probably hear a lot. Louis Lamar certainly was a big influence on me and maybe one of the reasons why I wanted to write in the first place. My brother-in-law, Roger, he was the only really big reader in my family. And he read everything that Louis Lamar wrote. And he had most of them. We lived out in the country. We had a little library in town, but I couldn't get there. But every few weeks, I would go down and borrow all of his books. The only other stuff he had besides Louis Lamar, he had a few Western writers like Max Brand, for example. And he had some John D. McDonald. So I learned my love of Louis Lamar and John D. McDonald from reading his books. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to write. Louis Lamar was, of course, also a master at promoting himself, too. But I didn't know anything about that when I was growing up. All I knew was, man, this story would involve me. These characters would catch my interest. 
And there was, after a number of books, there was a little bit of similarity, I guess, across many of them, but I never minded that. It was a good story. I really liked it. As I began to get to the library and looking for other Westerns, of course, Max Brand, Gordon Sharif's was a favorite. Will Henry was a big favorite of mine. I read a lot of Will Henry books. More recently, I really have enjoyed the Hitch and Cole books by Robert Parker. I don't know if you've read any of those. Parker's the guy who wrote the Spencer series, and he's known best for that. I've read some of those. But the Western series is really, really good. Of course, I think there's only, he only wrote three books before he died in that series. And I, I think you're right. I think there were three. Yeah. And there's been one, uh, one written by somebody else, too. I can't remember the name right now. But those were good. And if we talk about current authors, I'm really a big fan of James Reasoner. I always pick up everything he's got in the Western field. I've got a whole list of all of his pseudonyms that he's written under for various series, mainly because of The Avenging Angels, which I really started reading a lot of Pete Engel's work. It's amazing how many books Pete has written. I, you know, Wolfpack is putting out a lot of his backlog right now, and it seems like there's always a new, to me, Pete Branville book out to check out. So it's amazing. Yeah, I put in an order just a few weeks ago for a bunch of his. I got five or six of them in. I tell you, it's amazing how much he's written, and James Reasoner guys are pros. They work through this. They get these books turned out. I used to think that there's no way possible that I could write a book for months, but I found out that I can. Wolfpack taught me that, basically. A matter of being disciplined and keeping that concept in mind and you know, saying, every day I got to do my pages, I got to do my words today. So it's not as amazing as I thought it was that these guys are writing so much, but still, I don't know how they keep it up over a long term. Before we sign off, I want to direct listeners to your blog, Razored Zen at charlesgramlick.blogspot.com. You've been blogging for quite a while, maybe a, I'm going to guess like a decade. I think it's been longer than that, actually. I wrote a whole uh, book based upon the blog. I initially started the blog was focused almost exclusively on writing. And a lot of the articles and essays that are in my book called Write With Fire initially started on that blog. Nowadays, I don't post quite as frequently on the blog. I try to keep it up fairly regularly, but I don't post quite as frequently. And I'm doing more review sort of stuff. Well, thanks for visiting with us today, Charles. We're grateful and wish you all the best moving forward. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And y'all take care. Be sure to check our website, sixgunjustice.com, for links to previous podcast episodes, speed listens, and prior conversations, along with reviews, interviews, and articles from the Western genre. Till next time, keep your six-gun tied down and your branding irons hot. Adios!